Get ready for an altered view. I'm David. And I'm Patrick. And this is a podcast for old souls and modern mystics. Here on An Altered View, David and I have a lot of experience working with archetypes and archetypal energy. It's very prominent in divination work. And Patrick's putting it lightly, we are obsessed with archetypes. (laughs) We talk about it all the time with each other. So um, we thought it would be really interesting and different in, you know, comparison and alongside our other episodes to occasionally, when it feels right, provide these insights. So please enjoy this archetypal insight. So it's been a really long time since we have done an oracle reading or archetypal insight. I think our last one was winter, right? Right. Yeah, it's been a while. Man, time's going by fast because here we are. So you might be, you might have already listened to our spring episode on liminality and whatnot, and you might be finding this one later. So if you are unfamiliar with us, you know, Patrick and I, we discuss many different topics on an altered view. We give our altered views on what's going on in the media, in the world. We talk about mysticism and all of this, but we also have two other types of shows here at the Alter View. So this one, Archetypal Insights, which essentially is an oracle reading, and we do it just whenever we feel called or it feels like the right time. And we also talk about um, dreams through the dream archives. So these episodes are a little bit different. And I don't know, what do you feel like? Are there any big questions on your side, Patrick, for the Oracle today or a framework you feel we should put before it Mm, for our audience? Excellent question. And uh, what I'm really getting, or I feel like what would be very beneficial to me and maybe other listeners that are tuning in is how can we best be prepared or best sort of structure ourselves for what may be coming in this new season and this new world that we may be emerging into uh, post-pandemic as restrictions start to ease? Yeah, it does feel like a new world. It has been. And so much of us, we haven't even really experienced yet how it's fully changed. We've been in so many of our bubbles. So I love that. What do we need to know about this spring this year on a collective level? So I am using the archetype deck by the wild unknown. Kim Kranz has created now three different decks, and the archetype deck is an oracle deck. They're circular cards. You can probably hear the sound of them as they shuffle. And they have four different categories, archetypal selves, archetypal tools, archetypal places, and archetypal initiations. So what I love about these cards, if you're unfamiliar with them, is they paint a mythic story Mm. for us, essentially. So we might be a character in a place with a tool with a, a great initiation before us, or we might see ourselves as a tool for a character. So... I'm going to shuffle these and call in Great Spirit. And I'm also going to invite through any of the guides, ancestors, guardians, and helpers of anybody who is listening to this in space and time. Thank you for coming through for our listeners' greatest good and showing us what they need to know. So... What I'm hearing from spirit and what I'm hearing from guides is to do a lower self, a middle self, 
and a higher self. So we know you can't see this right now, so we're going to do our best to narrate it. But we have three different cards. So we have the lower self, or what I would call the primal self, which is where our shadow can be a hologram in, right? It's where all of our primal and animalic needs lie. We have the middle self, which I always interpret as our personality. So me, David, the ego that I am, Patrick, and his personality in this lifetime. And then the higher self, the part of us that isn't limited to time, isn't limited to space. And what's beautiful is you put this type of spread up like a column, and you really see how the lower self, you know, the body, the animal of us merges with the higher self, the unlimited to create the middle self. So we have the storm for the lower self, we have the vessel for the middle self, and we have the pilgrim for the higher self. And what's beautiful is that we have the storm as a place. And when I think of the storm, I don't know about you, Patrick, but last year has been a fucking storm. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm also kind of re- reminded of in our spring episode, we talk about this this sort of cosmic egg and eros arising out of chaos. And so, you know, storms represent very chaotic type of energy to me. Yeah. And then the vessel, right? So the vessel um, where the storm is a place, the vessel, I think, is a, is a version of the self, she says, or it might be a tool in this. But in this imagery for the vessel, we have this, this bowl, and there is a female-presenting body that is coming out of it. It's very Venusian, very Aphrodite, very birth of Venus, and there's the sun. So it's interesting because spring, you mm-hmm. know, as we know, eggs and fertility and the light returning. I wish you guys could see this image because it very much looks like the spring coming after a long night. And then the pilgrim, lots of colors. We have a beautiful eye of a person of color. We have clasped hands. We have mountains. And, you know, this is a card that is a lot about travel. It's a lot about eyes that have seen it all, eyes that have, you know, gone through countless different journeys, countless lifetimes. And I love that we have this card for the higher self because the higher self is a pilgrim right? It projects itself into physical reality or any other reality we don't know about, and it creates an incarnation. It goes from lifetime to lifetime, or it goes from village to village, storyline to storyline, and it, it sees, it collects all of this wisdom, and it gives it an angle. You know, the, the pilgrim has a lot of hardship that it can face, right? Because they're the outsider. So some of us You know, a lot of times we feel when we come to earth, especially being on a spiritual, magical or metaphysical path, we feel like a pilgrim in this plane. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm, I'm thinking about as well, this sort of the ancient idea of a pilgrim who is someone who would go on a journey to a sacred site and it was part of their identity to be on this journey and everything that happened on the journey was almost a reflection of the sacred that they were approaching so everything takes on more meaning on this journey knowing that you're going to the sacred destination and you're walking in the footsteps of paths of of many many people who have come before you your ancestors who have come before and now you get to take the journey 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And with ancestors, you know, so through this idea of the higher self coming down into the physical realm, I mean, we need the ancestors because the ancestors give us the vessel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny that the card in the middle for personality for, you know, who you are in this lifetime is the vessel and it's represented as the body right so that's given to us by our ancestors and it's you know think you know so many of our ancestors have gone through so much shit some much more than other right in some cultures much more than other but taking time you know arriving from this storm that 2020 was and just being like man thank you ancestors because you know what they did a lot of shit we didn't have to fucking do absolutely and even in the the generations that are all alive right now on earth i don't think any generation alive has ever went through a pan gone through a pandemic before but yes i think there's very few people alive today because it was yeah spanish flu so um, not many folks who remember that that first or, or early pandemic in the 1900s. And I'm thinking about with the, with the vessel, especially in the context of these two cards, is what are you filling yourself up with? The vessel is something to be filled, uh, and in this case with, with energy. The body is a vessel to be filled with energy. And it's like, are we taking the energy of the pilgrim, or are we taking the energy of the storm? Are we taking the, the guidance that is always, always being provided by the ancestors? Or are we feeding maybe that that need for chaos? I feel like sometimes we get we almost have this this weird voyeuristic tendency to look at some disaster, some conflict, and just you know, ooh, let me see how this is going to turn out. And you get kind of immersed in feed the storm, feed the storm, become the storm. I love that you said that, and you know, with the storm too, we can't when we're in this realm. Right? We can't escape storms. Storms are part of this. There's always going to be chaos. There's always going to be a storm. The pilgrim has to move through storms, right? The vessel, the body, it has to move through storms. And the storm tells us that there is a force that's larger than us, always. So I think about the this, the storm is something that has been building up. It didn't just happen. It's been something that's building. And then you get the during it you can have these massive discharges of energies so these energies have all collected together in this very dynamic way and then they are they're kind of like shooting out like some there's on the card a, a bolt of lightning that's cutting through it so you think about it it's a it's a way to discharge and diffuse a lot of things that have already been building up for a while yeah it equalizes in a way mm-hmm. right because after that charge it has to discharge has to offload but There will always be storms. So, beautiful story that I put before us. Thanks again for joining us on An An Altered Altered View. View.